couple. We just heard their story. When IVF didn't work out for Jeremy and Kirsty, they had a surrogate and found one in the Ukraine. And, of course, all of this started. They know they have little twins waiting to be born over in the Ukraine, but all of this was started before war broke out. So tonight they will get in a plane and fly over there to get their children. And they're with us now. Kirsty and Jeremy, good morning, guys. Good morning. Oh, Kirsty, how are you feeling this morning? Oh, I haven't had much sleep this morning so, or last night, so we're um, butterflies are in the tummy and feeling a little bit sick, to be honest. Yeah, Jeremy, you too? Similar? Yeah, getting a bit anxious and, yeah, I think there's a bit of excitement trying to push through somewhere but there, but amongst all the fear and anxiousness mm-hmm. and, yeah, everything else. Mm. What do you do and how do you get yourself ready for this? I mean, I think everybody can imagine packing for a holiday, but... I don't think anyone would even consider or have had to consider packing to go into the Ukraine to hopefully bring home some twin babies. Oh, well, yeah, I think um, Kirstie's packed most of the stuff and I think she's got two suitcases for the boys and I've I've just got like a little duffel bag for myself. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right, I reckon, right there. Um, Uh, But, yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah, we're unsure what to take and what to bring and, what yeah. we really need. Yeah, because you don't know how long you could be there. You could be there for months, you could be there for weeks, you just don't know at this stage. No. Um, so, Kirsty, how's it been going, you know, talking to your work and saying goodbye to friends and, you know, your yeah. other family members? Yeah. yeah, Friday was a little bit surreal, I guess, like having to say goodbye to a place that, you know, got us through something that, you know, nobody really can understand. Um, and they're amazing, but I've been so lucky. Um and then, you know, I think our phones have been ringing constantly and messages and the family wanting to, to see us and we're trying to spend time with the kids before we go and hang on to them a little bit longer. And, um, yeah, it's been a bit been a bit crazy the last few days. So. And, and the kids, you know, your beautiful kids from your previous relationship, how are they coping mm-hmm. with it and is it becoming real for them now? Yeah, I think it's becoming very real and they, they, they're old enough now to understand a lot more and, um, and you know, they, they're having to, you know, hold on to little things of me. Like my daughter took my scarf the other day and she's wearing that. So that's a sign that she understands, but, you know, she's, she's wanting a little piece of me still behind here. So, which was a bit upsetting. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So tonight you head to Adelaide Airport and you get on a plane and go where? How do you even get into the Ukraine? Well, we um, first fly into Doha in Qatar. Then we, I think we've got a three-hour mm-hmm. stop over there. Then after that we've got another six-hour flight to Warsaw. And so you go so into Poland and then from Poland you cross the border into the Ukraine. Yeah. At this stage we're going to stay probably a night in Warsaw in Poland. Yep. And... Once we get off the plane, we'll have to try and get to a train station or bus station and try and organise um, some tickets for the next day Whoa. and try and um, get in either that way. And It's worse, yeah. Sorry? Well, do you guys, like, Kirsty, do you have a really good understanding about what you're actually going into? You know, even what the landscape's like, where troops are at the moment, where there's bombing? Yeah, we know where they're bombing, so they're not... Um, hitting where we need to go into Kiev. Yeah. So that's quite good at the moment. Um, not to say that they're not going to because they've shown that at any point they will. So um, we, we have no understanding. I don't, I don't think anybody could really. Like you can watch what you see on television but, but 
but you don't know till you get there. So we're going to just see how we go. We talk to Valia and see her understanding of what's going on um, and we just we just have to do what we have to do. And how is Valia the surrogate? How, how is she? She's hanging in there. <laughs> she's hanging in there. I don't know how she does it, but she, yeah, she's definitely hanging in there and she's waiting for us and she's so excited for us to get there. So, And, you know, I can just... I, I just think as soon as we get there, she'll have the babies. I don't think she'll hang on anymore. No, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very much. You keep those babies in there. Keep baking. Keep them going. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, guys. Look, I, look I, I just don't even know how you must be feeling. And I, I, I can completely understand that you probably can't even express what's going on, all the different thoughts that you've yeah. had. But you are having them together and you've got each other. So yeah. look, love to stay in touch with you. And, and we just wish you all the very, very best. And, yeah, can't wait to hear some wonderful news about those twin boys. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, you for your support and everything you've done over the last few days. Look after yourselves. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. Bye. Yeah.